Welcome to the Goracom podcast, where investors discover great small cap companies. Thank you for taking Agoracom with you and make sure to follow our podcast. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, our production of Goracom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out important news with us today. Happy to have him back because he's got big nickel news. Terry Lynch is the CEO of Power Nickel, trades in Canada under the stock symbol PNPN for a fringe in the US, CMETF. And look, guys, if you've seen what's going on with the price of nickel, and then you got to take a look at Power Nickel, given the headline they put out today. But what you got to know if you knew the story is the company's focused on its battery metal prospects in Canada. And that came through an option to acquire up to 80% of the NISC project uh, as it transforms into providing battery metals for the emerging electrical vehicle industry. That's where Power Nickel got to how it wants to go. They acquired it from critical elements which a lot of us know, big company on the, on, the, on the, uh, TSX Venture Exchange. The NIST property itself comprises a large land position with numerous historical high-grade intercepts and even a historical 43101. Normally, we'd be talking about that today, but you'll see why we won't because there's a new one coming, uh, and it's in the jurisdiction with a number of mining projects and improving infrastructure. Uh, today's press release that we're talking about, here it is, Power Nickel Extends Mineralization at NISC and continues preparation for an updated 43101 mineral resource estimate. Terry, welcome back, my friend. Always great to be here, George. And it's a happy day for us today. It's good to get our, you know, finally get some news out on this project. I, I think people have uh, uh, been asleep on this one a little bit. And, and somewhat we let them be asleep because we, we felt that until we had the proof that we, you know, we had a substantial nickel sulfate deposit you know, that talking wouldn't really get us too far. But now that with the proof is starting to come out with the assays and there'll be another release in about a week and then there'll be the 43101 in a few weeks after that, then it's going to be irrefutable that this is one of the most exciting nickel projects in uh, anywhere in the world. Wow. And I like that confidence. And, and, you're, and you're not just talking your book. You've got the numbers to back it up. Before we talk about the numbers, um, you know, how good are these results relative to other nickel projects that, that are out there? How and how happy are you guys with the with with these results? Yeah, I mean, this is certainly a high grade nickel sulfate deposit, and you know we're very happy with it. I mean, the uh, this particular release today came from a lower grade part of our zone, and it's probably around I don't know 1.3, 1.4 percent nickel EQ. That's pretty high in the nickel side of things. Uh, historically, our our deposit is around 2% nickel EQ. So we'll have a release from our higher grade section of the of the uh, project next. And that'll be exciting. We expect that'll be you know bullish and in line with the higher grade results historically. I like, so, I like the way you're doing this. You're kind of giving us the the, the low grade first and then come out with the high grade. And I, yeah, I, I really I, I like wish, that. That means you got a lot of confidence. Yeah, you know, I wish I could say it was genius, but it's it's just really the way it shook out with the essays. <laughs> you, don't really, you don't really get a lot of choice these days. So. It's material news for us, obviously, because you know that, that's a you know that's a major that's a major intercept that we we posted, and it, it shows the uh, mineralization uh, has been extended uh, from uh, from you know, historically up up to 150 meters, which is significant, uh, and and open in another direction. So so yeah, very positive news, and uh, you know structurally important from the mine development perspective as well, according to what my geologists and geophysicists tell me so uh yeah we're, we're really bullish about it and we and we're really just bullish about getting the news out 
to show people that, hey, if you've been asleep on power nickel to now, that's okay. That's a good pass for you because you're able to get in really cheap. Uh, but you better wake up because this is going to be, in my mind, it's going to be the nickel story of this year. Again, I'm going to timestamp that when you say that's going to be the nickel story of the year. I mean, again, and you're you're an industry veteran. You're not some guy who's here trying to talk a big game. And from the quote in the press release, it sounds like you really, you got your major objectives too, because that our objectives in this initial drill program were to conduct enough drilling to allow us to establish a new 43101 compliant resource and uh, to confirm and replace the historical one, which by the way is, is pretty big, but we don't have to talk about that right now. And to extend the known mineralization, you're two for two, right? Yeah, that's what we, that's what we see, you know, and, and, and I mean, it's in these deposits, these are not, you know, laterites, so they're not several hundred million tons of 0.2% or something like that. These, these, these nickel sulfate mines are typically 10 to 50 million tons. You know, they're two percent. You know, one and a half, two percent, three percent, that type of range. So um, they're very profitable because you know, there's a. I mean, the the value of the rock is probably you know four hundred fifty bucks a ton. I mean, that's crazy value. So so if you can get them, they're enormously profitable to sort of bring to market, and they're obviously quite rare. So we're we're uh, we were very fortunate to be able to acquire it, uh, and it just so happened that you know it was sort of you know, languishing on uh, critical elements books because they made such a mammoth lithium discovery that you can't be in lithium and nickel. And, you know, so so we were looking, they were looking for somebody that they could work with that uh, uh, that could develop it. And, and so they they sold 80% of it, kept 20. They're, they're not stupid, they're smart guys. So, so they kept the biggest piece they could keep credibly and uh, turned it over to us to develop it and advance it. And, and we're excited to be doing so. So, so. But since you bring them up, how does critical elements fit into the overall plan? Like, will they look to return to the project as this advances? How's that, how's it all play out? You know what, I mean, obviously it remains to be seen, but I, I, I suspect that at some point, uh, one would think we, we'll, we'll, we'll end up with 100% of the thing, we'll acquire it in some way, shape or form. Uh, I suspect uh, we'll see in the future, but typically that's how these things end up. And then, and then ultimately what will happen to this deposit is it will be, um, you know, sold to a, a nickel mine developer, uh, you know, whether that's, uh, you know, a BHP or Weilu or, you know, Inco or, you know, the, uh, um, you know, it'll be somebody like that or Glencore. I mean, Glencore is just north of us in, in Quebec. You know, so, so somebody like that will come in and, and ultimately take it to production. That's not going to be our expertise. Our, our job is pretty simple, you know, uh, find the resource, extend the resource, max the resource out, show it can be metallurgically uh, produced in a safe and efficient way. And then, uh, you know, uh, then sell it, you know, so that's, uh, that's what we'll do. Let's talk about why they would do that, because obviously there's a strong underlying uh, nickel, the macro, the macro store for nickel right now. It's almost like your timing couldn't be better. Uh, let's talk, let's talk to everybody at home. How does the nickel, how's the overall nickel macro look for you, the macro story? Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. Uh, I wish I could say that I saw this coming when I bought it. I mean, I thought it was going to be good, but I had no idea it was going to transform into this. I mean, when we, when we bought the project, it was, nickel was five bucks a pound. Now it's close to 12. Uh, and it looks like it's heading into the teens and beyond. And the reason why is that, you know, nickel is basically, if you think of it, generally there's two major drivers. One is urbanization. So as South America and Africa and Asia, you know, get more urbanized, 
people are having more pots and pans and more fridges and stoves, and then I'll use the stainless steel. And that's nickel's biggest uh, market by far. So that's the big driver. Second driver is the electrification, which you alluded to earlier on when you mentioned on your opening. Well, obviously, you know, as we move into this, uh, you know, sort of uh, carbon friendly world, you need more batteries and batteries by weight. The biggest component is nickel and and it's growing each and every day because nickel is also the cheapest component in a battery. So all the metallurgists, all the chemists are all trying to figure out, you know, uh, concoctions which have more nickel and less lithium and less cobalt and less manganese just to bring the cost down. So that's all great for the nickel, uh, you know, uh, sort of price curve. And you can see nickel projects, you know, they're generally they're, you know, even even our like a project like ours would be a couple hundred million to bring to to to, to production. And some of the laterite deposits are, you know, well into the billions. So these are not simple projects to, you know, it's going to take several years to bring them out. And if you look at the at the uh, sort of the demand curve for nickel and the supply curve, there's a major gap there. You know, like I mean, it's uh, it's significant and growing. You know, so so this pricing that's there is uh, it's going to increase. So I mean, we can see a very bright future for nickel, and that's going to be behove uh, be for you know for power nickel, fantastic. Uh, this one I'm going to play devil's advocate. And by the way, look, you're, yep. you know, you're the most, one of the most credible guys in the whole junior resources space. So what you take might take, you know, uh, uh, your word exactly, but there are going to be some people at home wondering, Hey, we're hearing a lot of companies, George Com, nickel, George Com, cobalt, George Com. everybody's going to be a player in the battery metal space for electric vehicles. And it's going to be their product. That's going to be sitting inside of these batteries. Right. What is it about, NISC and its grade and its location, uh, you know, the whole package. Because yeah, yeah, it also yeah. matters no, where it is, right? If you're in the all, all very good. Hey, listen, George, we've been around the money business for forever, and we know most of it is BS, right? We know 90% of that stuff is crap out there. But there is some great projects. You know, uh, we happen to think we've got one of them, and, and, we're, and we're, we're happy to stand the test of time to show why that is the case. The, 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 the big reasons we like it, the deposit is close to the surface, so there's likely to be an open pit portion of this, which will make it much more economic to bring to the table. Uh, ultimately, you got to get to 10 million tons probably to be really red hot. We think we're going to be close to 4 million after this round. Um, and so we have to add in six. Well, that's 60, you know, another 60%. Well, you're, you're, you're off to a good start. The, the nature of these deposits, the way they work around the world is they're typically in series of pods. So these nickel sulfate mines aren't like one big mine. There's usually multiple pods. So we've got one pod, we call it NISC main, and it's, it's uh, uh, you know, there's a graphic, I think I sent you earlier, you could even pull it up. It, it, it basically- pull, You want me to pull up that graphic? Yeah, it might, might be worthwhile this time. Give me a second here, yeah, let's go. So, so, it, so it, it has, you know, that's, in our view, we're gonna get to eight to 10 million tons right there. We think there's an excellent chance to do that based upon our modeling. And then we have, uh, you know, the thing called NISC West, where we, where we basically- so here, here you are, Terry. So uh, is this okay. image right yeah. here? We got four of yeah. them. Yeah, so so this NISC main and, you know, if the arrow, if you watch that arrow, like right where your clicker is there, that little dot is where our resource is. <laughs> and the right rest there. around it, you know, not the whole area, just that dot. Yeah, just a little dot right there. Yeah, so, so, so it's got a lot of potential just to get to where we need to get to on NISC main. NISC West we, we was tested uh, prior to our time, showed nickel mineralization. We didn't have the resources to go after that this time around because we're really at this stage trying to 
verify, hey, this is a solid nickel sulfate play and then get the thing revalued because it's crazy cheap right now. And then we've got these two Wildcat targets that have the same geophysical signatures, everything about them as NISC and NISC West haven't been tested. So how far you know, away, how far away are those, Terry? Uh, you're probably looking at maybe six kilometers and four. So very close. So you could and have this like goes a central... back to the pods idea that you're talking yeah. about. That... Yeah, yeah. So you could have a central spot to ma manufacture this, be no problem. So so it's it's exciting. And then the other thing we liked about this deal from a the pure optionality of it was these pods, uh, sometimes they have more than one layer. So right now, think of it as this is like a nickel river that's running through there. And it goes from like 80 meters down to 300 meters. We found one nickel river and we're sort of proving it up. Um, is there another one? Like we've never gone really deep. So we haven't even done like a 500 meter hole in this thing. So there might be something underneath, which is optionality that's great. Sometimes what happens to George in these things is that these pods exist as sort of a halo over a VMS. So that would be like, you know, underneath this is Boise's Bay. Well, I'm not saying that's the case, but isn't it nice to have the optionality? And it's like, it's at a bargain price, right? So so that's the type of stuff that, you know, warms the cockles of a, uh, you know, of a nickel miner's heart, <laughs> you know? So it makes you excited. And and uh, so we're pretty bullish. So on the, on the screen right now, you can see the 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 results came from the right area here, which is yep. a sort of our Clearly. lower grade zone right now. But it but it was an important uh, you know the results sort of showed connectivity, which was important from a, a mine development plan. So that's really good. And then uh, the next phase is going to come for from a, a yeah right in here right in there. the middle there. It's going to come in, into where the red zone is is uh, basically a higher grade area, and we're expecting to get you know, uh, better results than we had today, which were excellent. So uh, we're pretty bullish about what we're seeing here. And, and our, our modeling team is quite excited that their theories worked out. And, and that gives us more confidence to step out and uh, keep on expanding this. And Terry, you said that you need to get, you're, you're going to get to about four right now. You need to get to 10. A lot of us at home don't know what that means in terms of uh, the, num the amount of work and timeline. You know, to get so ballpark we know there's sure, no way to sure. so but. so you know uh, and listen none of this stuff is you know this is mining so it you know it is it, 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 everything has to be taken with the you know that mother earth decides <laughs> you know so yeah that's so, what i said I, I can't pin you down but ballpark yeah. if things yeah, go so, okay so 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 we we basically uh drilled thirteen thousand meters to get to the three-man tents historically we, we drilled about 20% more than that right now. So that, that's why I'm saying, you know, 3.7 to four is sort of like a realistic estimate. So to, to get to 10 million tons, uh, we would basically have to drill about, uh, you know, I would say 25,000 meters. Yeah, so, so, you know, that's 10 times our most recent program. But that we could do, we could do 25,000 meters in the next, like, I, I think the next one we have will be a major one. It'll be probably 6,000 meters or something like that. And then if that is successful, then we'd step it up even further. So we, we probably yeah, get presumably you double in, up in, the in, amount of work, double the yeah, drill. Certainly in the, next, certainly in the next 12 months, we could get there. Yeah. Okay, that's perfect. Because that gives my idea of, yeah, timeline that you can get there. Yeah. You, so you can get to, you can get to the uh, amount of drilling necessary uh, to get to that 10,000 ton over the next 12 months. Man, that... It, I don't want to ask about valuations, but if you get there, you know, what league does that put you in if everything goes okay? Again, 
Doesn't well, mean it goes perfect. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't mean, I mean, thing, it doesn't mean I, I, things go out so down the, the drain. So, yeah, yeah. So, so, so basically, the the, uh, the best way to look at it from a comparable perspective, the one we looked at that we, you know, it's sort of like, what would you like to be when you grow up? Well, what you know, NISC would like to be when it grows up is like the Talon Metals deposit. So Talon Metals has got a deposit in, in Minnesota, uh, you know, with Rio Tinto. They own 60% of it. Rio Tinto owns 40%. Talon Metals is valued at $500 million. So that, you know, by reflection makes that deposit worth about $800 million. So that's what a 10 million ton, 2% nickel EQ deposit is worth, generally speaking, in the market today. So uh, that that's sort of you know your upside if you get if you get there to ten million tons and that's what it's worth if you go from ten to twenty well do the math you know so so it's got a lot of potential and I mean un, unlike a lot of arm waving stuff where you've just got intercepts and never really pulled together a resource and they're trading at you know thirty or forty million dollars we're trading at thirteen or fourteen million dollars baby we've got, already got a significant resource we're showing it's historical yeah. But now we're showing the assays that it is going to be proven up. We're going to get a 43 one on one. That historical thing is going to drop. And, you know, we could be 40% of the way to like a major deposit. And uh, we're at, you know, I don't know, 14, 15 million dollars today. So, so there's going to be, uh, in, but, you know, I, I respect that. I mean, that's the market has to be cautious in these things. And you have to get out and educate the market, which is why we do programs like yours to to help to educate people. And, you know, I'm going over to Europe in about uh, 10 days and doing some series of meetings over there to meet, you know, uh, institutional- I'm a more and, Western Europe than Eastern Europe, Terry. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. We're, 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 we're gonna be uh, in, you know, Zurich and in Munich and London, you know, so God bless that uh, situation. Um, what should we look for? Have, have you guys, last question, have you guys got the plan laid out for the next round of drilling, or are you going to wait for the next set of results and the four through one one until you guys that start start planning well, the next phase? Yeah, the the good news is is the 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 group that's doing our four three one one three DGO who've done an excellent job and, and they're very uh, competent. They've they've been developed a couple of uh, mine plans in the area, uh, for and they work for critical. So that's where we, we we inherited that relationship, which is a real benefit you know for us, and and so they modeled the deposit for us that's what we designed the exploration plan on we've been successful with that they'll obviously take this data and and fine-tune their model and and, and uh, we'll extend their knowledge and allow them to go in certain other directions and uh and then we'll remodel and 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 we've we have a, a broader exploration uh the next stage already ready to go i'm sure that'll be refined somewhat with this information and uh their 43101 will just come out as a natural course because they They've been involved with all phases of the operation, so they'll just update the. We're just waiting on this one assay, and then they'll plug everything in, and uh, the forty-three one hundred one will come spitting out. It, it won't be months to do a forty-three one hundred one like it is sometimes. It'll be the early Q two, so um, so that's good. And then you know, as soon as that's done, you know, we'll we'll you know get to permitting for uh, the second round of drilling after it firms up in there, sort of probably in June. Well, in the meantime, you've got historical to to you know really as a great foundation. Now you've got now you've got new results that kind of proven that up. You got a four through one one that's going to replace that, and yep. you've got the market, the macro nickel story at your back. Um, strongest strongest that the company has ever been. Strongest positions ever been in Terry. No question about it. Yeah, it's 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 been as you know, <laughs> not an easy ride here. 
it's and and for all of our you know long suffering shareholders i you know i've been at it for 10 years getting this to help a friend out and it's been you know uh you know obviously the last 10 years have been tough on, on junior mining uh, but I think finally, you know, we're, we're, we've got an enormous uh, opportunity here to create some value for our shareholders and uh, and obviously provide a you know a valuable metal for the world. So uh, uh, it'll be a, a good news story, I think, and we're looking forward to uh, executing and uh, delivering the goods. And it certainly feels like the junior mining, the junior resources space, seems to now like it's getting its turn in the sun right because for the yeah, longest time yeah yeah the it looks longest like time not... we had cannabis and technology and all sorts of other things yeah we're uh, no longer and... the leper <laughs> yeah no we've, it looks like uh, we're about to have our uh, uh moment in the sun i i think it's going to get stronger as we go through here I'm really bullish of what's going to happen next fall. I think next fall is going to be big. I mean, I think people are starting to get into it now, but obviously you've got this overlay of the, you know, the obviously the current uh, dynamic in, in Russia and the Ukraine, and that's worrying people. But at the, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm sure they'll, they'll find a way to resolve that in some way, shape or form. And uh, the world will go on and uh, it will need a lot more nickel and it will need a lot more copper and that we'll need a lot more oil, you know, and, and uh, you know, it, it's just one of these things that, uh, you know, uh, as, as we populate the planet more, we, we consume more resources and it's not easier to find it. So, uh, so it's going to be bullish. You know, you look at the price curve for just about anything. Uh, it's, it's pretty positive. And like nickel, well, nickel, $5 to $12. I mean, that's, you know, that's, uh, what can that's you like say? 140%. Right? That's 140% jump in yep. like 12 months. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, it, I mean, look, today we celebrate what you've what you've done. It's been a while for us in between one and two here because we, we had to wait for these. But yep. it sounds like I'm going to have you back twice more now. Yeah, yeah pretty, we're going to be back, back soon with this next uh, next set of releases, hopefully, and, and uh, you know, sort of uh, say, I told you so. Yeah, so uh, it's, it's, uh, it's coming. Can't wait, Terry. Thanks for joining us today, my friend. Thanks, George. Appreciate it. Tell everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening to my podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform. To Terry Lynch, who's the CEO of Power Nickel, trades in Canada under PNPN for friends in the U.S. under CMETF. This is your a chance now to do due diligence. Look, guys, the headline is there. I'm going to read it again. Power Nickel extends mineralization at NISC and continues preparation for an updated 43101 mineral resource estimate. It's go time now for you to do your due diligence. We can't tell you what to do in terms of buy, sell, but we can tell you here's two ways to do your due diligence. First, get the company's profile page in Agoracom because we know for a lot of people out there, you know, nickel and resources aren't the easiest thing to understand. Good 1,000-foot overview so you know what's happening. And then when you're ready, jump over to the company's website from Agoracom, do your deep dive due diligence. And remember, keep a lookout. Next set of drill results, drill results coming out. 43101 coming out before uh, the end of Q2. Sounds like early Q2. So there's a lot to watch for Power Nickel. Thanks for joining us. See you next time. Hey guys, this podcast is over. But don't forget to help your company by liking it or even leaving a comment. And then don't forget to help yourself by following us on Spotify, Google, Apple, or on your favorite podcast platform, so you will never miss another one great Agora Gomez Small Cap Podcast.